Hi there and welcome to Colour Fit Chat number 15. I hope you're all fit and well in what are obviously quite worrying times. Hopefully you're also managing to spend some precious time with your families and there's a bit more opportunity for some CPD like tonight's chat. Tonight I'm delighted to have Kate Shilland on the show to talk about nutrition for youth athletes. Kate is a registered sports nutritionist with a Masters in Sports Nutrition. Her current roles include working as a performance nutritionist for Crystal Palace Academy, Bromley FC, the Bird Dance College and Pure Form Clinic. Kate's passion and work centre around supporting young athletes, helping them to identify the role that nutrition plays in their health and performance and establishing good habits from an early age. She's recently set up a project with the Boxing Academy, which is to be rolled out across schools, combining boxing training and nutrition to help support young people's physical and mental well-being. Kate previously worked as a counsellor for young offenders and her passion for helping people is just crystal clear. She also consults with adult athletes, including European and world boxing champions. And as a cherry on the cake, Kate is a former sprint athlete and current winter fan dance champion and part of the Marbella Ironman winning relay team. Please get involved by posting questions and comments on the Twitter chat tonight on at colour underscore fit at 7pm. Really hope you enjoy the show. So in practical terms, it can be really difficult eating three and a half thousand calories a day when you've got a busy school schedule and training schedule. How do you fit it all in without feeling too full to get on the pitch to train or on the court to train? Um, so we need to look at factoring in, okay, how we can meet this energy demand in practical terms. Um, that's where dietary fat also, which is often limited in their diets, is important because nine calories per gram, it's actually um, helps you reach that number in smaller food amounts. One of the biggest things I see is that a lot of young people don't have breakfast. They will leave the house without breakfast. Um, and they're missing out on a huge eating opportunity. It's really hard to then make that up throughout the day. So it's so important that we can um, educate them on actually the significance of breakfast. Again, it, not just for training, but if they're going off to school first, it's so important to fuel the brain. At a young age, the brain takes up up to 40, almost, well, mid 40% of their total energy expenditure compared to about 20% of an adult brain. So again, it's really vital that we're considering the fuel requirements, not just for physical performance, but for mental performance as well, for focus, for accuracy, for concentration, um, and mood. You've got to enjoy what you're doing. You've got to enjoy your sport. And if you're not fueled right, your energy levels are low, you can't concentrate, your, your mood suffers. We all know that feeling. I've got young kids myself, and they're horrible when they're hungry. Um, so, well, not horrible, but not so nice. So it's all these things we need to think about. So breakfast is really key. And one thing with the protein intake, I often find that there's breakfast is, is carbs, breakfast is breakfast cereal and toast if they're having it, and that's pretty much it. So we need to look at distributing carb, protein, fats throughout the day, each meal and each snack opportunity, having that um, structure, that um, contribution of all of the macronutrients, carbs, protein and fats at um, breakfast, lunch and dinner and snack times. So things like 
Greek yogurt um, with your granola rather than milk, with some berries, with some fruit on top, banana on top, adding some nuts and seeds. That's a really great breakfast and um, sets you up well for the day. Um, milk, switching to whole milk is a good idea because that gives you extra calories. Um, it's a good source of protein as well. Um, bowl of cereal before bed is great because again, you've got the milk in there as well. Milk before bedtime is brilliant for um, so the casein protein, overnight recovery, but also breakfast cereal, as I mentioned in one of the other questions, is a fabulous source of essential vitamins and minerals. Um, they're fortified, so it's important that um, where there may be gaps, that we look at the easy, practical ways of filling those gaps. Things like um, wraps are really easy to take and have in between school and training, um, like a chicken wrap or um, hummus or salmon, whatever, tuna. Uh, really easy portable snack options um, there are loads of things easy to make energy ball recipes the color fit app obviously is fabulous for ideas for these um, I think the key is trying to get the the athlete, your young athlete interested and involved in making stuff um, you know learn how to scramble eggs often they say I don't have any time in the morning but scrambled eggs take like two minutes so it's like, do you want to, if you're looking for an excuse, maybe you don't want to want it enough. It's like, well, don't waste your talent by eating badly. It's stupid. Um, if you've, you know, if you've got that ability, let's feed it and make you be the best or help you be the best you can be. But I think we need to all be sharing or putting out the same message and giving them the advice and education and tools to actually um, know how to make it themselves which obviously is not a plug for your app, Tom, but it is a brilliant resource. Um, so if anyone hasn't got it, I would recommend it for clubs, for their athletes. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. So what are the macronutrient requirements for, of young athletes? Um, again, the research in this area is really limited. There is a real positive data. I think that there was some research published back in the 70s, um, but since then, not really much. Uh, there are ethical considerations and practical limitations on studying young athletes and looking at muscles for sub, uh, substrate utilisation. So we draw data uh, or draw our um, advice from the best data we've got available. Um, now to fuel training and um, exercise, we the body uses carbohydrate and fat and to a much lesser degree protein for fuel. Um, we also need to consider when we think about exercise and young young people, actually their energy needs are far greater than just their needs for exercise. There's so much um, physical activity that goes on in unstructured play, like unstructured um, activity, playtime, running around, just general extra burning of energy. So we need to factor that all in when we're looking at their um, fuel requirements. Again, the requirements for each activity depends on the nature and duration and intensity. Um, but um, largely, it's the carbohydrate is a primary uh, source of fuel. But young athletes have a lower ability to utilise endogenous carbohydrate stores. So it's very valuable to actually take on board carbohydrates during the training. Something that sort of sometimes is at loggerheads with normal, general, healthy nutrition advice. Um, it's advisable for young people to take on some 
form of sports drink or um, squash or something like that during training or during a game, especially up to about an hour exercise over an hour to top up those um, carb fuel stores. Um, this is something that you need to work with the, the parents and the young people about to choose the, the best source. Um, again, in terms of what they can use, it's roughly about a gram of carbs per minute per training, similar to an adult athlete. Um, carbohydrates should really be making up about 50% of, of your young athlete's diet in a day. In terms of protein, um, you're looking at around about 1.4, 1.6, up to two grams per kilogram body weight per day. Um, this amount is very easy to get from your food, particularly for the, the younger, small athletes. Um, so there isn't any need to supplement with um, protein products. Something that I find across the board, and I'm doing some research currently, um, is that fat intake is quite low in a lot of young athletes. I think there's been sort of mixed messages or miscommunication of messages about fat actually being bad for your body and fat making you fat and not being conducive to performance. So a lot of athletes um, seem to have quite a low fat intake. Um, this is where it's really key to educate them on the significance of this and the importance of fat in the diet. Um, there's lots of uh, vitamins A, D, E and K that are fat soluble so the body can't absorb them without di uh, sufficient dietary fats and also um, it's linked to the production of sex hormones so it's really important for growth and development something that's really essential um, particularly the, the good fats or um, the omega 3s and 6s oily fish something that quite a lot of young people are not too keen on so we need to make sure that we're educating on this is something that's important to be included in the diet. Um, and possibly looking at supplement if it really is something that they are really hell-bent on not eating. So my next question is about supplements. Is it okay to give your young athlete supplements? This is something you get asked quite a lot. Um, and there's some mixed opinion, I think. Um, some clubs have a specific policy to absolutely under-18s there's no place for supplementation. Um, I agree that that is really important and it's good to stick to that. There, there is an exception. Um, vitamin D, as I mentioned earlier in the micronutrients question, we need it. It's a, a basic requirement in the UK, particularly in the winter months, that we do need to supplement with vitamin D because we simply can't get enough from our diets and there's insufficient sunlight. So. We need to support that through um, supplementary methods. Again, I would make sure it's an informed sport regulated um, product, first and foremost, and I would always advise you speaking to a registered dietitian or nutritionist beforehand. Um, but that is my exception. The, the rule, I'd say, is no, there is no need to supplement, supplement with anything else. But young people at the moment, growing up in this really crazy environment where I went to an interesting um, talk calling them Generation X, it's like they're bombarded by messages on social media, promoting supplement after supplement, promising gains with a Z. Um, and it becomes appealing and they become vulnerable to it, especially if they think other people are doing it and they don't want to miss out. So 
the key is always like as with all of this nutrition is always about education um, make sure that you're approachable and they can feel comfortable speaking to you about okay i'm looking i'm thinking about this and it's about educating them on what the risks are what the um the rules are and also how how you can get everything from your diet we always always as sports nutritionists operate a food first approach um, there's some really good kind of supplement pyramid um, or flow charts that you can look at to see actually where and when it's advisable to look at a supplement but for young people the risks outweigh the, the benefits um, unless there's a specific health concern and again you'd always have to um, go through a GP first for that but for performance supplements are not necessary um, I think everyone's most of the questions I get asked by the players that I work with are about protein. Should I have a protein shake? Should I get this protein Snickers or should I get this, I don't know, it's crazy all the protein pro products that you can get now. Actually, it's perfectly easy to get sufficient protein from your diet. Um, so, yeah, supplements are not necessary. Another thing is the energy drinks, caffeine. I see a lot of people or drinking an energy drink before a game, before training, thinking it'll give them a specific boost. Um, caffeine, I would never recommend that for anyone under 18 um, for many reasons. Particularly, it it's, can have or can be dehydrating. Also, everyone has a different, to, different tolerance level to caffeine. So I wouldn't advise um, your young athlete to even go down that route, just stay clear of anything like that. And in fact, the energy drinks now come with a, they're banned, the sales are banned for anyone under, I'm sure it's 16 or 18, but um, again, they've got no place in my mind in the performance nutrition kind of diet, um, if you like. But anything else supplement wise, as long as you know that your athlete can feel comfortable talking to you or asking questions, um, and then your role is to educate on them on actually how to get this from your food and the reality and the risk of what that supplement might be. Um, because yeah, you can't go to the local shop without seeing a protein chocolate bar these days. And you have to think about, okay, when does it become just a food and when does it become a supplement and where's the, there's, where's the line? Um, so my advice would always be avoid it um, and then ask the question first to someone that's got the qualifications to answer you correctly. One of the questions I've been asked is about um, micronutrient requirements. So we all, um, everyone talks about the macros and energy requirement, but what about the micros? Are there any specific vitamins and minerals that young people, or young athletes um, have an increased need for? Um, so iron and calcium are very important for all young people, but particularly young athletes. Um, regarding iron intake, so as your body grows and your blood volume increases and muscle mass increases, as do your iron requirements. And particularly for um, young females uh, at the start of menstruation, then their iron needs go up as well. In fact, the needs for um, boys and girls differ. It's 11 milligrams per day for males above the age of 14 and up to 15 for females. Um, in fact, in the UK, the latest NDNS uh, data showed that actually females, about 54% of females had low iron intakes. 
So that's something that's really important to try and focus on in the diet, getting enough dietary iron sources. Um, obviously, symptoms of not uh, fatigue, increase um, risk of illness and injury. So be mindful of your iron sources and making sure that you have a source of vitamin C alongside to aid the absorption. Uh, likewise, if you have vegetarian or vegan athletes, again, it's um, even more important to really focus on quality iron sources in the diet. Um, so that is something that I would stress is very important. Likewise, calcium. Uh, calcium needs some young people looking at 1,000 milligrams a day, um, which is the equivalent of, well, a pint of milk is around about 700, uh, to put it in perspective. Other countries have slightly elevated um, calcium requirements, around about 1,300, but ours is around is 1,000 for um, young people. The Obviously, we need it up to before the age of 18, 90% of our uh, bone mass is established. So if you have a low calcium availability in the diet, you're at uh, increased risk of um, reduced bone health, which is obviously essential for not just for now, but for your longer term health. Um, with calcium, your body can only absorb it if you have sufficient vitamin D which brings me nicely to vitamin D. <laughs> um, that is one thing that is essential to supplement, and I'm coming on to supplements next, that was the next question. But um, it's very difficult to get sufficient vitamin D in our diets in the UK, or anyway, um, majority of it comes from the sunlight, and we don't get enough of that in, in the UK. So it's important to supplement vitamin D so that the body can um, absorb the calcium from the diet. I would speak to a registered nutritionist or dietitian before getting a vitamin D supplement for your young athlete um, and always make sure that it is informed sport approved obviously but they're the key ones um, calcium iron and vitamin D iron sources going back to um, vegetarian iron sources breakfast cereals are a really fantastic and easy and convenient way just to to make sure that your uh, micronutrient needs are being met I think cereals sometimes get a bad rep. Um, rep, everyone says, oh, they're full of sugar. Uh, in terms of nutrient needs, micronutrient needs, and sort of taste preference-wise for young people, they're a really great thing to just encourage your young athlete to eat. I will come on to sort of practical suggestions later on, um, but that was just while I was thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, calcium, iron, vitamin D. And also just be really mindful of making sure they get at least their five a day. In fact, they have increased requirement for antioxidant vitamins because they're active and they're causing more oxidative stress on the muscles as they're training and burning oxygen. Um, and I see it so horribly frequently that young athletes are uh, not getting their five a day. Um, so that's something that we really need to make sure that we focus on as well. There's so much more, as always, further research is needed. But the good thing is that um, this is a really new, exciting area of research and work. So young athletes now are in a much better position than athletes 10, 15, 20 years ago because our knowledge is developing. So hopefully that can be great for the long-term success of them as athletes, but also obviously health first, as said before. But... Um, yeah, it's a, an exciting time. You think, actually, sometimes with athletes, if they can perform at this level, 
eating fairly badly, it's like, wow, what are the possibilities? How good can you be if you actually start paying more attention to what you're eating? Um, and it's our role to educate them on that and help them to understand that link between what what they're putting in their mouth and what they're getting out on the pitch or on the track or on the field, whatever it may be. But I think it's it's so often overlooked. Um, I think the what we need to do is all as practitioners in our individual sort of areas of expertise all work together. So if the same messages are coming from the coaches and the strength and conditioning staff and we work together with them and the, and the families as well, um, we can make sure that we're getting the right messages across to the right people. And I think that's something that's really key is involving the parents because most of the time it's these athletes, they're not the ones that are buying the food or doing the shopping or cooking the food. So we need to make sure that we are looking at the broader team and um, working with parents, advising them on what their requirements are and actually the, the sheer volume of food that their sons and daughters may need. Um, I think if I say, oh, they're always hungry, or they're always hungry, they're eating me out of house and home. Actually, they, they need to, they've got, they do need a lot of food. So it's kind of linking it all together, which is really important. Um, and yeah, with the athlete in the middle, we can hopefully get some much better understanding of the role that nutrition plays in, in everything in terms of performance and injury prevention or speeding up the rehab process, but primarily obviously their health and growth and development. Um, so thank you. I hope that was interesting. And if you've got any questions, please let me know and I will hopefully be able to answer them. Thank you. So a massive thanks to Kate there for sharing her expertise and experience on youth athletes. There were lots of topics, but the main thing that shone through to me was that the most effective nutrition advice may not be the optimum diet on paper. Compromising some of your nutritional ideals so your audience will even consider adopting them is absolutely key with anyone, but especially with young people. So things like cereals, sandwiches, pasta baits and the likes may have to feature more than you'd like. But try and shape them to be a bit more healthy and balanced, so with some protein, fruit and hidden veg. Education has got to be very simple, got to be very practical and inspiring. So fun workshops and using role models is going to be key. So please listen to the full episode on the Colourfit podcast and our YouTube channel and leave us a review. Stay safe, take care of each other and I hope to see you next week.